Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Will Everson, and this is Sports Spot Weekly. Today's episode To Everything a Turn. And this week we have we're coming up on Super Bowl weekend. We have the Kansas City Chiefs facing off against the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, boy, how team! What a what a way that both teams got there. Um, we'll cover that here in just a moment. But first up, uh, big news here this past uh, couple days: Kyrie Irving, after um, the incident uh, involving a message or sorry, a tweet um, uh, of a of of material uh, that was deemed anti-Semitic. Uh, there by several uh, or the like the organizations like the um, ACLU and and uh, and, and anti uh, uh, anti defamation league and things. So um, it's one of those things that Kyrie um, this season, um, uh, outside of any injury or any uh, basketball play uh, concerns, there's been no diminishing of his skill. Um, there has been no drop off. He has contributed in uh, in the absence uh, due to injury of his uh, now former teammate Kevin Durant. Um, there, so there was a, a seventy six uh, game uh, stretch there where Kyrie, uh, after being able to return to his team in the aftermath of being suspended for the aforementioned uh, uh, material there. Um, had shown that he's able to um, sustain high level of play without any true incident. Uh, this news may come as a shock. Phil, uh, uh, some outlets have called it selfish, uh, a selfish move by Kyrie. Uh, what, whenever we sort of navigate here, and of course, once again, admittedly here, your host, Will Everson, uh, I'm a business mentor, a business consultant guy, uh, you know, former uh, candidate for public office and, and navigating a lot of different avenues outside of the uh, when we talk about sports um, there. I'm not an owner. I, I haven't been in ownership, but I have been in business and uh, certainly in the business of wanting to have a successful podcast. Uh, part of that is that I have to make sure that whatever I'm delivering um, that it's of some quality and, 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 and that it's uh, witty and funny and, and, and thought-provoking. And hopefully you'll remember some of the stuff that we mentioned here on the show. Uh, all in all, it, it's my job as my own personal entity to, to do that and do it well. And navigating right now, I'm on the Anchor um, uh, uh, app uh, there. That's how we are able to bring you the podcast that we have, the Sports by Weekly Year and the Union Address, respectively, and also anime and comic stuffs. Um, this is what we're using. I have to, in the like fullest disclosure, if it happened to be that through applying this and doing as good of a job as I can to be a content creator, podcaster, what have you, um, that if someone from some other media outlet says, hey, we love your show, would you mind you know, doing it uh, from our platform, and it was for a decent amount of money, I'd say, yeah, sure, you know, why not? It's not that I don't enjoy being able to uh, have my material out here on Anchor. Of course I do. 
Um, there's even I can even, you know, set and, and, and gather sponsorships and, and, and earn some money here. Uh, so it's no sort of thing as though if there isn't any uh, relationship or, or, or any want to uh, use my current opportunity to make the best of it. And in this, you know, you'll, you'll hear me mention on the show in this new sort of appreciation for um, employee expression and, 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 a, and a realignment, reorienting of relationship from employer to employee, uh, just because it's basketball and, you know, 16 or, you know, uh, some odd folks um, on a roster and then you have uh, what we've got some uh, 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 folks who, of course, are, are, are coaching staff and and those folks do a good job. Uh, you know, I know we have the conversations of who's a good coach and who's not a good coach uh, because of the way that we've been able to have received that coach is good. If, 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 a, if a coach is, is going to be good and, and, and is able to, uh, through scheming or, or leveraging the talent that he has on the team, being able to, you know, be a manager at, at a professional level as opposed to a coach that has to, you know, sort of develop and spend time and, and all of that. Uh, although certainly on a professional level, once you get into the league and you were, you know, a, a rookie and you're just coming in, and even if, if, if you're a tenured player, you're always wanting to improve your skill. And so uh, with all that, there's also wanting to be uh, the ability for employees in any, anywhere. It doesn't matter if it's like a convenience store, a mom, pa, a Fortune 500, um, you know, or, 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 or some um, global enterprise. And we're looking for differences in expression and ability for people to feel like they're not just punching numbers or, or, or just providing some wealthy person the means to sustain their wealth. Like people are wanting to say, hey, things in a social economic or geopolitical or political sense or social political, whatever you want to call it, uh, and civil rights. I want to be able to express myself and I feel that I can and I this is how I will do it. You grow that conversation out from there. There was an incident involving uh, Dave Chappelle where in his comedy special, people felt that his material was offensive and at a streaming platform that the material was carried on. Employees felt that they should be able to express themselves and express their frustrations and, and they did that, right? They walked out and there were, you know, uh, releasing of, of, of information and things and, 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 and we all know what happened there, right? Like people left, you know, that streaming platform. And so it's not like um, this is just basketball players and, and, and people in a different, you know, sort of wealthy ability uh, tax bracket, you know, complaining about things they shouldn't complain about. Like people are saying, hey, I want to be able to do this. And you grow that conversation out from there. Michael Silver, who's. I'm sorry, Adam Silver. Michael Silver is a, 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 a journalist, but Adam Silver, uh, commissioner of the NBA, National Basketball Association. OK, uh, Adam Silver uh, from 
um, David Stern, right? Remember David Stern, the, the, the commissioner during the Jordan years and, and during the Iverson years and during the uh, first part of Kobe and Shaq and, and all those things. And then we have uh, Adam Silver uh, taking over and Adam Silver uh, did not inherit a, a, a player's first league or a player's expression league. Adam Silver has been at the helm and has had to reorient himself and and, and, and as the uh, representative uh, of the professional association of the independent teams, the, the, the teams that make up the NBA, um, there are there, they're all their own entities. I know sometimes we think that the ownership and, and you know, they have these relationships. And, and of course, we write, we hear about the polling of, of, of GMs and, and things. So it, it feels like it's a community unto itself. And that's just like any other professional association that, it, it, for example, uh, lawyers in a firm, uh, they'll all have their own uh, way that they take a look at law and how they practice. But all in all, if you're part of a firm, you're expected to have this um, uh, prestige and carry yourself according to how the firm has established this tradition as being a, a, a law firm, right? And so Adam Silver has had to do that in the NBA. So it's not something that's uncommon in this new um, era that we're in in, in relationship, uh, business relationship between uh, a social contract, if you will, for those of us that, <laughs> that, that watch House, um, for real, there is a realigning of the social contract between an employee and employee these days. You grow that conversation out from there. Doesn't matter if it's sports. Doesn't matter if if it's if it's your workplace. People are expressing themselves differently. Grow the conversation out from there. Right? We have, uh, uh, you know, the the um, the the uh, athlete activism and things. And so Adam Silver did not uh, inherit a league that did that, but he does have to. Um, represent ownership and a liaison between players and how this expression is coming. And now we know we're, we're able to say that the NBA is a player's league, maybe more so than a few of the other professional leagues. Um, and once again, we'll get to uh, football here, but that's not a part of our football segment. But we're talking about Kyrie Irving, right? And, and people are saying he's selfish or that, or that this is, is untimely. This is where we're at. Athletes are wanting to have an opportunity to negotiate if the working relationship isn't uh, isn't on good terms, and certainly Kyrie Irving would have a a way to voice that concern. I understand what happened with his personal expression away from the game. Uh, once again, he was not wearing any material, was not circulating things around a stadium or otherwise taking a strong stance against anyone. Um, as he stated, the material that he shared that was deemed anti-Semitic, there were parts about it that were in, in any academic pursuit. We've all read books, whether they be, uh, you know, the greatest nonfiction, you know, sometimes an author, an author is going to, uh, as he's trying to put together material, guess what? He's going to write in his material based off of, what he deems to be good source material would be pertinent or how he wants to voice that, right? And so with anyone, this is not something that we should look at as being uh, new when it comes down to, you know, the athletes being, you know, for the most, uh, what we may call outlandish things. I know we all were, um, you know, growing up, and I shouldn't say we all, but those of people of a certain age, 
remember the uh, uh, the Charlie Sheen uh, baseball movie. What was it? Major Leagues, uh, uh, where the one of his teammates. Uh, who was an Afrocentric sort of uh, Afro-Cuban person, had this personality and had these, you know, uh, before-the-game practices and things. And so what has always been a way that people have expressed themselves is now transitioned into this digitized and new media landscape. People are navigating that. You grow that conversation out from there. So Kyrie's off-the-court concern, when it crossed over into basketball, there were a couple things that were affected. Number one, what he said offended people. And the league, Adam Silver included, and uh, Kyrie's... Um, the, the former, his former employer, Joseph Tsai, um, uh, took uh, appropriate steps to remedy something uh, that uh, we've seen happen in sports before. So that's when we're talking about this isn't some glowing, overglossing that Kyrie offended people. He shouldn't have said what he said. Uh, honestly, that's not up for this host to interpret as far as he shouldn't have said what he said. Um, it was just that. The ownership of of his team, uh, the 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 and the NBA uh, took steps to remedy that. And they, that was rightfully so. That was the right response by a business entity. That's just like anything, right? If you happen to say something, and your employer doesn't agree with it, then you know, then they're able to take appropriate steps. <laughs> now, maybe as a sidebar, that's where the NFL may have gotten it wrong by Dan Snyder. But for that, there's uh, some material there that you can catch an episode or two. I think there's the Snyder papers uh, there in, in, in our Sports uh, sports Bar Weekly. Take a listen to that and, you, and you'll sort of hear that uh, protracted bit of this conversation that we're having. But, you know, when we're talking about Kyrie Irving, right, we're saying that this is selfish and that he's had these problems of expression Yes, that certainly for anyone with any source material, you have your ground to say that, man. It's it's what you have. Like, we can definitely interpret that argument, right? That that Kyrie Irving is a, 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 a as far as the availability of him due to these off-the-court issues, just like we would say if someone had any off-the-court issue, uh, does warrant him to uh, maybe not be able to earn as much money as he as he feels that he should, right? And so that's not a knock against, you know, owners or anything, doing anything to Kyrie that they wouldn't do to any other employee. And on the flip side of that, Kyrie is not operating in any other way that we wouldn't expect or that we should expect and help support that sort of way that someone can say, hey, this is a bad, uh, this isn't as great of a fit as we had hoped. I'd like to have an opportunity to um, to leave on my own terms as opposed to being unceremoniously released or some other thing when it's outside of my ability to have an effect on it. Kyrie Irving hasn't communicated anything that we wouldn't expect. So I think that's the only other thing that has a change in the sphere, in the segment around some of the reporting of the material here is just that. Uh, when we're taking a look at the at, at what Kyrie Irving is as an NBA player, as opposed to any of the off the court stuff that has, um, unfortunately, in his case, affected his ability to be um, known or celebrated as a reliable, available basketball player. You know the how. It, it, one of the things that, that I like to do is I like to sort of 
target some of those old ways of thinking and colloquialisms. And it's not to just totally admonish them, right? It's just to say that maybe we need to take a, a different, you know, a, a look at things, right? Like one of the colloquialisms that I, I, I think that we just need to re-examine is it's not, you know, what you say, it's how you say it. Um, I get, there's sometimes no other way to communicate um, urgency there. And even in Kyrie's case, right? Like one of the things that comes to mind uh, when I think about Kyrie is, is that, you know, the, um, uh, the boy that cried wolf. In as much as that, not that what Kyrie is talking about is, 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 is uh, misrepresentative of anything. What we're saying is, is that the notion now that follows Kyrie is that he's an unreliable player and that everything that there's in the, in, you know, there's, there's your truth, my truth and the truth, right? Yeah. Be, the only thing is in the operation of that somebody's truth, man, no matter how we look at it, just won't be as strong of an argument for, you know, the, the, the alignment of who, whose truth is the truth, right? What, what are we looking at here? Who's, who's aligning with what happened, right? Like if there's a car accident, right? And somebody says that, um, that the accident happened, uh, because, uh, you could see somebody was sleeping at the wheel, right? And then they do the investigation and it turns out that um, somebody um, was indeed unconscious that led to the accident. And as far as what anyone else will know, that's what we know. Someone was unconscious and led to an accident. If there's someone that says that, oh no, um, the other car proceeded through the intersection when there was a red light and the person that was unconscious struck them because they went through the light. That, that's what happened. It wasn't because someone fell asleep. That's actually what happened. Like, like someone went through the, went through the, the light. In, in that investigation, you take a look and you take a look at all the factors and then it happens to be that through an investigative process, we find out that the person was passed out because they had um, mixed their um, medicine with an intoxicant. Whether that whatever an intoxicant that was, hey, they mixed the they they took a pill, a prescription pill, um, a muscle relaxer, and at some point after that, they either had you know a mimosa. They had a glass of wine, whatever. And at that point in the accident, they were unconscious because the interaction between those things and they hit, they hit the person, they hit the car. So in that there's, oh, that person um, that went through the light was the reason why the accident happened. Maybe that person would have woke up that hit them, right? There's, there, there's that interpretation. And then there's the fact that there's that an accident happened. Like there was there was a car accident that happened. And the other factor that we have is that the person fell asleep and was unresponsive and struck the other car. Like there's the truth of the matter. There is someone's truth. 
And then there's the other portion to the um, story that when you look at all the factors, right? We're looking at the fact there's an accident. There's one person that's responsive, knows what they're doing. There was another person that wasn't due to factors of their own creation, no matter how, how slight or what have you. Now, I'm not sure if that's a two-pointed example to anyone's personal family story. And I am sorry if that is. I truly don't know of anyone in my own sort of circle, admittedly, who that's a part of the story. So I'm not you know, speaking, you know, from some sort of personal experience, just an experience and a, a, a sort of, a, a, you know, a abstract, if you will, um, representation of something where there's different sides to a story. Something obviously happened. There's something that led to that happening more so than what someone else is leading on. You grow that conversation out from there. If you've ever had a Wait, did he trip and you fall um, or, or hey, did she trip and you fell um, sort of instance where someone maybe in a relationship, you know, had some uh, infidelity or something like that. Like you just grow that conversation out from there. There's your truth, my truth and the truth. Right. Right. So we can say that there are factors that led to that. But what happened is this is what happened. Right. So that's not something that's uncommon in any other segment of life. It just isn't. So when we're looking at Kyrie, man, we can't sit up here and say that he hasn't earned that reputation due to his ability to express himself. That's in any segment across the world, across anything, right? Doesn't matter if you're in the military, right? Even in these days, if you happen to say something someone doesn't like, you can get in trouble for it, right? And you grow, it just grow the conversation out from there. So what happened in this relationship? Uh, hey, Will, from your business mind, what happened? Josiah didn't just, in this instance of Kyrie Irving's off-the-court concern, he also reacted to the emotion of it of the of the event as unprofessional as someone who's in an executive capacity that actually as far as Joe Sai if Joe Sai um says that I I'm tired of this guy that's uh, I'm sorry I'm done with Kyrie that's in a different sort of space than maybe maybe your 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 pres your vice president of your um, place where you work, where maybe you know them, maybe they know of you, maybe they don't. Their ability to say that they don't like a person is going to, especially if it's by name and by reference to an, an event, whether it be let's say um, someone forwards up a complaint, and the vice president of the company gets in and says. I'm done with this person. Whatever it is, it could be because of multiple complaints, anything. That's going to have the same effect in that instance of whatever happened. A decision maker says, I'm done with you. There is no more of an extension of that professional relationship. It's just a matter of time at that point. So once again, this is it. I'm, I'm going to use my cubic zirconia, cubic zirconia ball here. <laughs> Because we, we don't have the money for a crystal ball. Uh, and, and unfortunately, the, uh, the magic eight ball that you shake won't come up with this answer here. So we got to use our, our cubic zirconia ball here and say that 
from that episode, how that was amicably solved and how Kyrie was allowed to come back, there were things at that point where all parties involved, it was only a matter of time before the true distancing of that professional relationship would then be made evident. Like that's the science in English on what would have happened there in any instance. No, I don't have any reports coming out of the locker room. Once again, we're using our cubic zirconia ball to say, at that point, the situation was out of control there to reference the Usher lyrics uh, there. Um, so uh, it's just that uh, seriously, what we have here is what should have happened. I'm good. Look, this isn't, you know, hindsight being 2020. I am telling you this at that same point where they brought Kyrie back where there were some reports of out of the locker room after the uh, events during the Corona uh, vaccine period where Kyrie was unavailable due to his choice. And then to this instance that, you know, should we bring Kyrie back? And that was the point that an ownership structure between Josiah and Sean Marks, once again, I'm going to tell you this, man. Be... You know, make your first move your best move, man. Whether you're playing chess, whether you're doing anything in life, you make your first move your best move. You don't sit around here and pitly paddle, not when you don't have an opportunity, not when you don't have to. Kyrie doesn't have any more, any less trade value even going to the Mavs than he had at that point in time. You know what you save yourself when you make a, a, a decision that you, you have to make in that moment? I mean, any, in any sort of tactical sense, if, this, if, if, if I hate to deal with fallacy. Let's just use this for argument. Let's say there's a war going on between Kyrie Irving and, and the Brooklyn Nets, the uh, Josiah and Sean Marks. Let's say this is the war of the um, of the uh, this is a war of the Nets. Can't say war of the roses because that doesn't quite fit here. But war of the roses in any other in, 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 by any other stretch of the imagination. So we got these three parts here, you know, um, and two of those parts work in concert. They have to, but that hasn't quite seemed to be the case. Josiah as a business mind and in the sphere of Alibaba and what that is to being an owner of the Nets. Um, Joe, Josiah and Mark Cuban are not <laughs> the same sort of owner. Let me just tell you that, okay? It's not. They're not. And then there's Sean Marks, who was trying to emulate something that he saw uh, as being a player uh, for Popovich for many years and on a well-run organization during his um, time there uh, with the Spurs and trying to fit a star peg into a triangle hole. Like, there was no way to bring that to that organization because that's not what was going on there with the uh, with the way that team was. And then you grow the conversation out from there, the sort of immediate history of the Nets has been sort of disjointed. You know, different owner, you know, uh, uh, you had uh, what um, uh, Jay-Z um, bringing some, uh, you know, some of his um, 
personality there to the early reorienting uh, from the New Jersey Nets to the Brooklyn Nets, right? So it's been a, it's it's been a catch as catch can organization from its realignment to what we're seeing now. You grow that conversation out from there. We don't make a decision on Kyrie that we should have made earlier in the season. He didn't have to play himself into showing that he can contribute toward a team. So Kyrie's ability to have impacted in any way before we're halfway into the season, there is no reason why you don't do what for Kyrie, I shouldn't say for Kyrie, that you don't make a decision on Kyrie that you made earlier in your season, the same way that you parted with James Harden early um, early, early in, uh, seasons ago, right? So there wasn't anything from player to player situation, situation, availability and trades and such of putting together a package you could not have done earlier in your season than what you just did. But what you did do at this point, now we're, we're, we're making a decision and, and Kevin, once again, we have... I don't believe that people are just ignorant and that they don't know what they're doing. Like, I, 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 we got to get rid of that. Like, somehow Kevin Durant was labeled as being, you know, uh, uh, you know, selfish and things. Then we find out that professionally, the Nets weren't where he wanted to be. Grow the conversation out from there. Kyrie's episodes of unavailability. When when should you have made your decision that you need to part ways and put together a deal for Kyrie? You, I, you're not going to tell me that there wasn't a deal there that you just made you couldn't have made before. Don't tell me that. So I'm not going to sit up here and, and just sort of join in on the conversation and say that, oh, this is so crazy, completely crazy. It's not out of left field. It's not. We got to throw that out in this player movement era. We're going to see some things that's going to make it hard for us to smile in the future. Or actually, I should say some of us, some of us be grinning just fine. We got to get this notion out of here that they sh- that these players shouldn't do this. It's where we are now. Let's appreciate it. Let's 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 take in our you know, let's breathe in, breathe, stretch, shake and let it go. Um, for real, uh, this is just one of those things that this this is this is the new space that we're in here. And uh, I know we got a Super Bowl coming up here uh, between uh, some great teams. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, man, um, truly, with that performance in the AFC Championship game against a Cincinnati Bengals team that, for all intents and purposes, should have won that game, man. I mean, they were the better team for the better portion of that game. I know we're going to talk about calls and, and you know, people should have got the right calls and, and all that, man. When have you ever had an interesting football game where you couldn't say that because of a call or two, the game could have went a different That's how you know that game was competitive. You know, it'd be a different thing. I know that I'll always gripe. I shouldn't say always gripe. My gripe was is that there was a safety in that Eagles and San Francisco game. Now, would that have changed the complexity of the game? I'm going to go out and, f- and tell you, no, it wouldn't change the complexity of the game, especially not when you're down to a fourth-string quarterback um, and that your team is now uh, not playing with the same bravado, with the same energy. 
It was like watching that Eagles in San Francisco game was like watching, you know, an old school wrestling match where you're, going, where you're starting to tell when maybe your favorite wrestler isn't probably going to be the one that wins the match. And that's how it felt watching San Francisco um, after the poor play of their four string quarterback really changed the complexity of them being competitive in that game. Now, there's no other way to make a business decision. I'm not lambasting uh, 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 John Lynch or, or Kyle Shanahan, although it was difficult to see Coach quit on his team there in the fourth quarter. I do not envy Kyle Shanahan in that, uh, in that circumstance. I would just say you, you punt the ball away, man, and, and play the game down to where you can't play it no more. Once again, I'm not getting paid in the NFL or anything like that. So far be it beyond me um, to, to sit up here and act like uh, that there was anything, uh, you know, the only other decision that I could say, you know, hey, they bring me in and happen to say, hey, how can we make this thing better, coach? That was hard to watch, okay? Um, but the, the upcoming game here, uh, I would say Patrick Mahomes has earned himself uh, – I, I, I try to stay away from using heir apparent because he took the range from Tom Brady as being the top gun in the NFL. He solidified it uh, with his um, um, play these uh, three now appearances, but he legend himself with that game against um, his vaunted new rival, man. It was like, like I say, you know, watching your, your, the new upcoming, you know, not, I shouldn't say the new upcoming wrestler, but watching your guy uh, put together some sweet chin music in, in, in the biggest of moments, man. You know, so, um, and, 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 and even the way that Patrick Mahomes was dragging that leg around, man, that was some sweet chin music. Uh, I should say sweet ankle music uh, there that uh, Patrick Mahomes was able to pull together and getting that first down and being able to extend the game for his team, putting his team in winning position uh, there. And, of course, they're getting back to the Super Bowl. That's, man, that's, he's, 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 he's already a legend right there. Sweet ankle music is what I'm going to call that run. Sweet ankle music, man. Um, I, I just, uh, I wish, and this isn't some, oh, well, you know, uh, the Eagles only won because Patrick Mahomes was hurt. I'm going to tell you this. With that defensive line that the Eagles have and with their playability based off of that ability for that defensive line to control, you know, we, we, we I mean, that San Francisco team is something on defense. The Eagles, man, from what I saw, I would have to say that, that e this Eagles defense this year, it wouldn't have mattered if Tyreek Hill was on Kansas City. Matter of fact, it wouldn't matter if Devontae Adams was on Kansas City. That Eagles defensive line with an injured quarterback is not a good recipe for uh for the opposing team to win so outside of another sweet ankle music performance i look for that philadelphia defensive line to control the game 
this will probably be um, truly, uh, I would say this Eagles defense is better than the, than the Legion of Boom. In as much that the way that they have an ability, it with, with look, no matter if it was Kansas City, if even if the Bengals would have won, they got a banged up offensive line. Their quarterback is good, but you, you need every bit of talent to block them guys. Man, for real. Um, and so I don't think that this game for the Eagles is going to be that much different of the game that they had against San Francisco. Um, I'm not, I can't call it necessarily a blowout. Let me see. Um, I forget the score of Broncos Packers, but this game is probably going to go about the same way as the Dallas uh, game, the Dallas and Bills game uh, uh, there. Troy Aitman with four touchdowns, I, 38. This feels to be a 38-17 Super Bowl with the Eagles winning. The only other way that this game is a 17-24 game where it becomes to be a bit closer is because, number one, Patrick Mahomes may be able to deliver another Sweet Ankle Music performance and that Jalen Hurts plays poorly or that um, Kansas City, uh, through their defensive effort, maybe some impact plays by Chris Jones um, there, uh, have an ability to limit some big play completions, big play ability um, uh, by sacking Jalen Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts, if there's if there's any way that uh, that uh, that Kansas City can get a multiple sack performance uh, against Jalen Hurts, um, I think if they can get in the four uh, four or five sack range, that that's going to come off of some key third down stops. Um, there maybe even some go- maybe even a goal line stand or two to where they're limiting, uh, you know, either for the Eagles from getting three or seven. That's where you get a closer game, 24-17. Um, this game is only winnable for Kansas City. And it's not that I don't believe in Marquez Valdez-Scantling, that I don't believe in Jason Kelsey, uh, Hardman, uh, um, Hardman um, uh, uh, or... Um, or or Patrick, I, I I believe in all those guys. I, I believe in Chris Jones. I believe that he'll have a couple impact sacks in this game. I truly do. I think that there's even a chance that <clears throat> one of his line mates they're able to get in just based off of some pressure he's putting on. So uh, I don't think a three sack game is going to factor. Like I said, it'll have to be a multiple. Sack performance. Jalen Hurts is going to have to be stopped on 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 some of those design runs. Like I said, there's going to have to be a couple goal line stands for this game to be manageable for Kansas City. The only other way that this game, um, I just don't think, I, I just I really cannot see a way here that Kansas City, without a healthy Patrick Mahomes because of his ability to be elusive in things with that defensive line, that's where we're saying this could be a game where it's, it, it's a mirror of that 38-17 uh, game there. So, so look for it to be a rough game for Patrick Mahomes. Look for it to be a rough game with a bunch of grimacing looks uh, because of some of the pressure and, and some of the things that we're going to see. Um, so, 
we're, we're, we're going with the Eagles in this game. And I'm not, once again, just going to say because of the injury to Patrick Mahomes, but um, it is certainly going to be a factor in his mobility to be able to stay out of the uh, out of the uh, arms of those of those uh, great linemen there. So uh, we're going to we're going 38 17 Eagles 24 17 of Jalen Hurts plays poorly. Um, at, at maybe there's a couple interceptions or, or there's a multiple sack performance by Kansas City. Uh, well, that's it for Sports Spot Weekly, folks. Thank you all for listening. Please listen and share. Take care and be safe.